1: The session will start in one minute. Request to keep your cameras on to get the priority on the Zoom call. This is just to avoid the repeaters on the call.
2: Hi, this is Rahul Reddy. Today is January 13th, 2022. The time is about 11.30 a.m. Reddy MPC has been conducting free conference calls in the past 10 years. If you have any question, please raise your hand. If you're a newcomer, please make sure that you Put your camera on and let us know that you are you have never asked the question. Uh, we give preference to the people who have never
3: asked the question before. Vaibhav? Thank you. Uh, sir, I have a question about my parents. We initiated their green card process while they were here in the US. Uh, mm-hmm. Using their advance parole, they went back to India. Now, mm-hmm. yesterday we received an email from USCIS that their interview schedule in Houston for next Thursday. So okay. we can get them here, but we can't get the medicals get done. I mean, we, we can't get the medicals done. So what, we definitely don't want to go there, but if we go there, what do we tell them? So if you don't have the medicals, you can always submit it later on though. Okay. And uh, this morning when I was uh, chatting with Emma, I was just Mm -hmm. inquiring about the process of rescheduling and it looks like they have submitted a rescheduling uh, request with the officer. So what are the (coughs) chances that uh, they have already canceled the appointment?
2: Uh, How do you, is it your parents did it or you, when you're chatting? I I was
3: chatting and I was, uh, and I, in the chat, I said, uh, I'm looking to reschedule it. And Mm -hmm. uh, uh, next next thing I know that they say, oh, it has already been done. So, And I mean, when I asked them, Uh, is my appointment still active? They said yes, but uh, they were like, officer may decide to uh, reschedule it. uh, So do one
2: thing. So because uh, send an official letter for rescheduling. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm
0: -hmm. And
2: make them come here though. Um, And and make sure that you send a notice to the Houston address too.
3: For the rescheduling. Okay. And um, and if we go there for the interview without the medicals, what would they do? I mean, what, will the office...
2: They will issue an, an RFP and then you can submit it later on.
3: And that's normal?
2: That's normal. Nothing wrong normal. with it.
3: Thank you. Those are my questions. Thank you so much.
2: Next person, please.
3: Akhila?
1: Hi, um, my question is, I'm a newcomer here. Um, I'm a physician fellow uh, doing Mm -hmm. my pediatric amateur oncology at UCLA. Uh, Mm -hmm. I'm on my fifth year of uh, H1B visa. And then Mm -hmm. I think it looks like my options are to apply for EB2 NIW. Um, Mm -hmm. I want to know if you guys work with physicians who are in a similar situation such as mine. Yes, we do. And, uh, um
2: you should also consider um, you can do yeah, the, physio- the naW you should also consider to see do you Z- do you you have a h1b with the universities right yeah and you're doing the super specialization that's the reason why it's five years do you yeah. d- you do you know that you can do moonlighting with a private clinic also?
1: I don't know, but if yeah. that's an option, I, I can Yeah.
2: What you because you are in a nonprofit higher education institution that allows you to work only for that particular organization. And if you want to work for a private organization, you have to get an H1B through the lottery system, right? Right. That is not right actually. If you want to moonlight though, mm-hmm. while working with the university, and you can have one other Organization file for a H1B without subject to the lottery, though. As long as you are working with the university on the side, you doctors guys call it as a moonlight. On the side, if you want to work with a private clinic, you can do so by filing an H1B, concurrently filed H1B. So you're, you're not subject to the, the
4: lottery. Okay, perfect.
2: Without the lottery. And I would suggest you, it's easy for you guys to get a job outside in a private clinic. I would suggest to do both approaches. One is the NIW. I would also suggest you to do with the uh, perm labor certification also, which you know what it is. And is it, did you already entered into sixth year or you did not yet?
1: No, I have not entered, but the problem is I have three more years. This is my first year in training and I have two more years left in my training. So I'm already in the fifth year. So for me to finish my training, I. Need to find another employer who can do this, or I need to do the NIW
2: approval. Yeah, you should try. You should. You can. You can contact us, and we will. uh, We can work with you on NIW. I'll send you an email. Okay. okay?
1: Yes. Thank you so much.
2: Next person, please. In the chat group, I will leave the. Aditya.
1: Okay. Chitta.
5: Uh, hi, hi Rahul. I have one question. So, um, my uh, GCEAD is expired. Uh, okay. So, can I work on that GCEAD part, Because some places I have reading that I can is
2: So, when is when did your GCEAD expire?
5: It expired couple days back
2: did you file an extension of your ead yes i did yes when did you file it
5: it's a more than one, uh, 17 days now 70 days now
2: you can work for a period of 180 days mm-hmm. after your ead expires up to 180 days
5: sure okay Sure. sure. so okay. what should i be putting, uh, i9 form from the employer the expiry date i mean should be giving Plus one eighty days, or I should. Uh, exactly. 180 exactly
2: 180 days. Okay, thank you, you so You give much. them the you give them the EAD approval. You give them the for uh, the EAD extension receipt because no, that's good sure. enough for them. They don't need anything else.
5: Okay, thank you so much, Richard.
2: Next person, please.
4: Aditya. Okay, Lokesh.
6: Hi, Rahul. My H1B and my spouse H4 uh, will expire this year in August 2022. Mm -hmm. Uh, I'm applying for my H1 extension, but my wife, she got emergency travel outside the country. Can Mm -hmm. she go to U.S. Consulate and get H4 extension again, just like how she got for the first time using my updated H1B?
2: Do you mean to say, does she need a H4 approval to go for the stamping? The answer is no, she does not. Your H1B approval is good enough, just like the way she first came in.
6: Oh, so she'll get uh, H4 for another three years if she go to Consulate. We don't have to until buy it.
2: No, sir. Until 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 you, whenever your H1B expires. When is that H4 expiring or expired? Uh, uh,
6: same as me, August 2022.
2: Okay, yeah, she, she, she can go and get the extension until your H1B expires.
7: Okay, thank you.
2: Next person, please.
4: Vikas? Vikas?
6: Okay, hi. Uh, Hi Rahul, Garu, uh, Vikas here. Uh, My priority date is April uh, 2013. And uh, last year I downgraded to EB3. And um, my I-140 was approved. And I'm still waiting on EAD since last one year. And um, Mm -hmm. my question is like this. Should I, uh, my EB2 is, uh, you know, the filing action date is current and um, should I apply for 485 based on filing action date or should I wait for, uh, you know, to get it in final action date?
2: It's up to you. It's your judgment call. If you want to wait, you don't want to wait. I would not, if you're going to refile it, I would not wait. The reason I would not wait is because if you file the 485, if the final action date is current, they're not going to just approve your green card. They will take time, right?
6: Yes. Then it might be as well be filing right now rather than filing six months later. on. Because the reason my employer is hesitating, because he said it may be a red flag for company and for me, because it no. will be two filing for no?
2: No, no red flag. Everything is good. Okay. You have the EB2 approval. It's not a flat, yes. it's good money for the immigration. They're okay. short of money right now.
6: Okay. So you will suggest to file it right now rather than waiting. Okay. Yes. Um, I got your point then. Thank you. appreciate uh, Thank you.
2: Next person, please.
4: Priya. Uh, hello, Rahul. This is Priya here. Um, So this is regarding my husband's situation. Uh, We are Canadian Mm -hmm. citizens. Uh, Mm -hmm. His parents are a U.S. citizen and they applied for family visa back in 2014. Uh, Just wondering if there is any way to get the sponsorship faster.
7: Uh,
2: 2014, do you know what the priority date for family-based third preferences? I Uh, didn't look into it, but I'll look into it one second though. I don't remember on top of that. You said 2014, what? 2014, that's
4: all I
2: said. 2014. The priority date right now is 2008, ma'am. So okay. until the priority date becomes current, there is nothing you can do. Okay. Okay.
4: Yeah. All right. So there is so
2: nothing I- we can extract it. Yeah. So is the I 130 approved? I'm sorry to ask you this question. Uh, no, no. Okay. Well, there is nothing we can do to expedite it because your prior date is not current. What are you going to do with the I-130 approval? So
4: yeah. that's
2: that's the least priority for them.
4: But is there any other way we could apply for it? Like, is there any other options we have
2: to apply for the green card? Uh,
4: no, not green card necessarily, but just to come into
8: U.S.
2: Since you already applied for the green card, though, um, it's always good to get a B-2 visa, though, even though even though you are exempt from the visa waiver, though they sometimes keep objecting to that thing because you've applied for the green card. You can apply for the B2 visa and come into the country though. B2 you
4: said?
2: Yeah, B2. Visiting visa. Okay?
1: Okay. Thank you very much.
2: Next person, please.
1: Sachin? Hi, Rahul. Um, This is about, this question is about my husband. So Mm -hmm. he's on, one in U.S. and I'm currently. Uh, I'm currently in India. His visa is expiring in April of this year, and mm-hmm. he to make a trip to India. So, um, I wanted to know that uh, is there any kind of timeline before uh, which is like the maximum timeline before which he should file the extension prior to traveling to India.
2: When did you say his visa expiring?
1: April of this year, April 25th.
2: When when is he coming back, you said?
1: Uh, He'll be here for a month. So he'll probably fly back around uh, end of Feb.
2: No, I don't see any problem, ma'am. He can come and file extension. Absolutely no problem.
1: Okay. Another question. Same thing. So um, since his extension, uh, sorry, since his H-1 is expiring, I would also need so uh, the visa. So does he need to file my H-4 along with his extension or I can just go for stamping with the new I-797 that he receives?
2: Will you be coming with him in March of 2022 or will you be staying in India?
1: I'll be staying in India. I'll be coming in sometime in May or June.
2: Uh, he if you are not staying with him though he cannot file the extension you can use okay. his i77 i797 approval and you can go for stamping you don't need a hitch for approval to go for stamping
1: okay so I just updated i797 for stamping of
2: your husband next person right.
1: Thank you rahul murnal
9: yep. Yeah. Uh, hey Rahul, um, quick question. Uh, I have uh, EB2 uh, I-140 approved uh, in December 2012 and EB3 recently I downgraded uh, which is also approved uh, uh, and it's been around. Uh, so my question is like in next uh, February we bulletin, my date uh, final action date is becoming current under EB2. So should I do inter- Wait, wait, I... wait, wait.
2: Did February come in?
9: Yes, it came today.
2: Oh Oh, I did not see that. One second. Sure. That's the reason I need to be updated every hour. One second.
9: Sorry, go ahead. You're speaking something I interrupted you. Yeah, no worries. So uh, what I'm saying is like uh, in the February bulletin, my uh, EB2 priority date uh, of December 2012 is coming under final action date chart. chart, And I already have both I-140 approved for EB2 as well as EB3 because I recently downgraded. So what should I do next? Should I go ahead and uh, interfile under EB2 or should I redo entire 485? That's a very, there's no easy one line answer to that question
2: though. Um, but it's
9: current in both is right? Uh, well, no, in EB3, it's January, 2012. Oh, oh yes, yeah. 2012. So that's why I'm okay. like on edge. Okay. Like, what should I do? Yeah, should I wait you do
2: Yeah. It's, it's a very tough call. Did, uh, did you maintain the non-immigrant status though?
9: Yes. I'm on H1B still.
2: So yeah, you have options of doing both. We put an 11 minute video. And it's not a clear answer which one and I want you to watch the video and make a decision.
9: Okay, cool. Thank you.
2: There are pluses and minuses for both the things. Next person, please.
4: Gurisamran.
3: Hi, Rahul. Um, So
6: my wife was working on um, H4 EAD and as her uh, h1 was rejected in may 2020 because of specialty occupation so mm-hmm. i have a question like uh she ha- had six months remaining out of six years when h1 v was rejected currently she is in canada so can her employer file green card application even though uh if she is on h4 and working for the company for you know ead so so once uh, so you mean, uh, say, 40- you mean to say
2: you mean to say if she's working on H4 EAD, can the company file for the green card application? Yes. Absolutely. Yes. There is no requirement. The person has to be on H1B. There's no requirement. The person has to be working for the company. There's no requirement that the person has to be in United States to file a Form and I-140 application.
6: Oh, okay. And once the 140 comes, then uh, probably like she can get ah H1B extension extended to three years. Though since she has six months still remaining, right?
2: Okay. You're absolutely right, sir. All
6: right. Thank you so much. Next Babru? question,
4: please. Babru? Saurav?
7: Yes. Uh, can you hear me? Yes. Yeah. I wanted to know if uh, you have two applications, EB-2 and uh, EB-3, and they schedule you for interview. Do you need a lawyer to represent you to avoid issues Why you have two EB-2 applications? I read that if you have two different EB applications, then they may not be able to waive interview. Is that true as well? Otherwise, no, that's, they not, a-
2: that's, not, that's not true.
7: Okay, so even with the two EB two applications, they can still waive interview.
2: They can still waive interview. That's right. Absolutely right.
7: And good. And if uh, you have this kind of uh, two applications, uh, is lawyer needed, or you can still do without lawyer and interview?
2: That's up to that's up to you,
7: though. Oh, okay, and I mean it's not a higher risk. Uh, is what I mean to ask is like, that is it right. It could be the same. Oh, okay, good. Uh, yep. And uh, for um, the tier two call, they give a referral number starting with OVP. Uh, does it have any significance? Uh, what that uh, code WKD or OVP suggests? I, I don't. I
2: haven't. I haven't studied what those things are at all. I have no clue.
7: Okay. And okay. Uh, when okay. the to filled office, how much time can they take to? Uh, respond back, because now waiting on the field office to expedite stuff.
2: I have no clue about expedite. Once I know how to master the expedite, my line will go from Houston all the way to Dallas. Okay, next person, please.
4: Sai?
9: Hey, Rahul. Um, yes, correct the new bulletin, uh, the ev 2 dates have moved to Jan uh, 2013. Mm-hmm. Uh, my yes. priority date, uh, initially uh, ev 2 was in uh, Feb 2013. Uh, mm-hmm. I did downgrade it in October 2020 um, to ev 3 got the A140 approved in premium processing, uh, thanks to you, and uh, been waiting ever since. Um, if in case the next month, if the date crosses the Feb 2013, would you recommend, um, doing a adjustment, like, um, uh, reporting it to, Re-f- reporting it to interfiling it,
2: or should you refile the application?
9: I, I know you made a video. I know. <laughs> I watched yeah, I
2: can't, I can't just, I can't tell a different story than what I tell to everybody. There's no. I tell one person another thing, another person another thing. If you still are unable to decide what to do, I will suggest you one thing. Give it a task to your wife and uh, pick, pick, let her pick the choice of heads. Uh, heads as refiling, tails as uh, interfiling. And if she is correct, it is because of me, because I suggested your wife's name. And if she goes <laughs> wrong, we both will go and blame her. Okay, she's sure. evil. Next person, please.
10: Thank you. Aditya? Hi, sir. Uh, I'm I'm on F1 visa in the United States right now. And I've applied for my STEM OPT. And it has been denied. And it turns out the denial notice that my college had done something with my service. So they mentioned my DSO as uh, responsible. So I took a letter from my DSO explaining that error. And I filed I-290B to reopen my case. And recently, uh, uh, even that was denied. So I'm what was it in options Africa? right now? Uh, I haven't received the, the notice yet. It was lost in the mail.
2: And which university is this one?
10: What was that? Which university is this one? Of Western New England University, Springfield, Massachusetts.
2: Is it a? Uh, is it a day
10: one CPT university? No, no, no. Ah. <sighs> So I'm thinking of going back, uh, getting an offer letter from another college, going back and getting back in on F1 visa because I have two, two more years.
2: That may be a better option for you.
10: But the problem is immigration. So they might ask some questions. So.
2: Yeah, because right now, if the, if, the, if, the, if the appeal has been denied though, if mm-hmm. you stay in the country for a longer period of time, you will harm yes. yourself in the future yes. coming into United States. Yeah. The problem yeah. in you to go and you completed your education right now, is it right.
10: Yes, yes, yes.
2: And if you apply for F one again, though, there is a problem there too because mm-hmm. why do you, you already completed your master's degree? Why do you need to come back again for the masters?
10: Though? Well, I don't have to go back and do my visa stamping again. I just have to get back in with a new I twenty and just explain the immigration officer why. Uh, Is it,
2: is it been more than five months that you're out of the civil system?
10: Mm, Yes. So obviously, if it is,
2: yeah, it's, it's less than five months. We do suggest you to leave the country and come back. If it's more than five months, you have Mm -hmm. to have a private consultation with a lawyer. I would recommend in our office, if you choose to, it is going to be Christina Hernandez. Okay. 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 Next, next person, please. Thank you, sir.
11: Babru? Kumar? Hello, Uh, thank you, sir. Uh, Couple of questions, sir. First one is uh, in regards to uh, H-1B. Past H-1B expires July, 2022, okay? Mm -hmm. Applied for an amendment plus extension uh, uh, on November 1st, 2021. Uh, on a regular quota, so I'm hoping it's going to take several months. So my question: and When is your I for expiring? Uh, 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 July
2: 2022. And okay. you applied for
11: amendment plus extension
2: November.
11: Correct. Okay. Keep going. Couple months ago. So when does that 240 day rule start? Uh, like while H1B is spending, you can only work for a certain number of days, right? I suppose that's a 240 day rule?
2: First is 240 day rule starts in July of 2022, not before yes, that. Perfect. Okay, sir. And I just want I'm not sure if the 240 day is applicable for you or not. I just think it's not, but I would like to confirm it because. 240 days is only if you are filing for an extension, but you file for an amendment plus extension. Correct. So the 240-day rule is not applicable.
11: Okay, okay. And I'll throw in another caveat because I'm uh, pending 485 folk. So I don't know if I'll get it for three years or one year. That was the question behind it. Um, So uh, one follow-up question, sir. Um, um, I applied, we reapplied I-485, okay? Initial file was on spouse, spouse was primary, I was dependent. Mm -hmm. We Mm -hmm. reapplied, I am primary, spouse is dependent. Okay, Mm -hmm. Uh, so uh, spouse was downgraded. She is November 2012, I am Mm -hmm. January 2012, okay? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So my question is, spouse application has been pending for over 14 months now, uh, uh, Nebraska Center. Do you see any harm in putting in an inter-file request? Though I just we just did a refile few days ago, it's just been flip flop. Do you see any concern said, in, said, in an interfile request?
2: You said November November what?
11: November twenty twelve. Okay. But she downgraded.
2: No. I don't see anything.
11: I don't see anything wrong. You do see, don't see any concern with interfiling request, no. right? No. Perfect. Okay, that's also thank you.
2: Man, this is like. Uh... There's a joke I used to play and the guy buys two tickets when he goes in the RTC bus and somebody asked him, why did you buy two tickets? They said, if one ticket is lost, and there's another ticket that I will. And the guy asked, what if you lose two tickets? This guy says, do you think so? I'm dumb. I'm very smart. Look, I have a bus pass. <laughs> you have so many options. Next person, please. Nantini?
4: Uh, good afternoon, sir. Um, my question is, uh, I have uh, H4 and I'm currently on EAD that expires in March. Uh, I got my I-94 uh, validated uh, until 2024. And uh, my husband's a, uh, H1. Did you said,
2: you said your I-94 is what? 2024. 2024. Okay, so you went to Mexico and came back? How did you got it?
4: No, I went to Canada and came back.
2: Okay. I mean, it's working very efficiently though, surprisingly. Um,
4: yes, and I think uh, the officer was very nice. He asked me uh, until when it's, you know, the H1 was approved for the husband. And he said uh, he could give it to me until then. But the system didn't allow to give three years, so he gave me for two years. So you just kind okay, nice of to do that.
10: That's fine. Yeah.
4: Okay. And uh, so my question was, because I have that 180 days now, um, Absolutely, um, and I have two more months on my hand. I was just wondering, is it okay to change a job when my H four and EAD is still pending?
2: Uh, can you do what change jobs? You said yes. Absolutely, you can. Absolutely, you can. Your H four EAD, you you have nothing. You can keep on changing your jobs or doing. You can do multiple jobs too.
11: Thank you. Until sir. six that's months.
2: Okay. Until six months from March of two thousand twenty two, that's. That's about September of 2022,
4: you can. Sure. Thank
2: you, sir. I just want to confirm that uh, the other gentleman, since it's an amendment plus extension for you, the 240-day rule is not there. So you can continue even beyond 240-day rule. Uh, You're still uh, allowed to work. Go to the next one. Mr. Babru? Babru?
8: Hi, Rahul hi was, go ahead yeah so uh, my wife and i we filed for our adjustment back in 2020 and we mm-hmm. both have our an ead and the ap and very recently she traveled back to the country using advanced parole and she has a paroled uh, status stamped on her passport
6: mm-hmm.
2: but
8: right now my eb2 uh, final action date is current and i want to file for both of us Will she be able to file for a uh, new uh, I 14485?
2: Does she have the H? She's on H4 before she came into the United States. Okay?
8: Yeah,
2: she's. Does she the have the 797, I 94? Did you say H1 or H4? H1. Is the 797,
8: I 94 still
2: valid for that employer? Yes. Okay, do one favor have her go to Mexico, have a margarita, and come back
8: okay uh, and then when she we, comes back shows the h1b she has to fly right so we checked with the cbp and they weren't sure if they can switch from parolee to uh, h1b status no they cannot switch it she, she flies she can okay and is there uh, this 245k exemptions does that apply in this scenario it does apply though it does apply though but Mm -hmm. I still
2: want her to go to fly to Mexico and come back. That will be easier though, because then she will be interviewed and they will have to go through a lot of different stuff. I would not do that thing. I would just fly to Mexico and come back next day. You go to CBP office, they won't do it. You fly in, they're forced to do it. Look, the other lady who went, she came back. They gave her three years H1B. Sorry, H4. And this is working very perfectly. We have no complaints as of now. All right. Thank you very much. Next person, please.
4: Sai. Sai.
9: Um, I already did ask the.
2: Next person, please. Santil. Yeah.
5: Hi. So, thank you, Rahul, for all your information video. It is very educational and the live session. I really thank you. And uh, my question is yeah, uh, I already uh, downgraded for EB3 in August 2021, but Mm -hmm. now EB2 is uh, current for me. And uh, Mm -hmm. I'm going to refile it. uh, But I want a question. So, when I refile, do I need to reapply for EAD and EAP along with the EB2?
2: Uh, When you refile, yes. Yes, strongly recommended that you do.
5: Okay, so because if I get a EAD from my pending EB three, and then if I get a EAD from EB two, so I will mm-hmm. have two EAD. Yes. By any chance, if I use the first EAD, that EB through EAD, then I will be married to that. In your terms, I will be married to that EB three, right? Then I this is be-
2: yet this is yet to be determined how the USCIS is going to act on it. Sometimes what happens, they just approve it without doing anything. I don't know if they would question it. Have you used the EAD and then have you married? I don't know yet. I don't know yet. Okay. But I would take the conservative approach. Then I would say to you that you would be married to EB3 EAD if you use it at this point of time until it's proven otherwise. Okay.
5: Okay, then thank you for that. I will apply EAD, AP, and uh, 485. You should.
2: Yeah, it's free anyway. You should
5: apply. Okay. okay, thank you so much.
1: Vijay Next Prakash? Person, Vijay Prakash?
12: Yeah, hello. hello, sir. Can you hear me? Yes. Sir, if you remember, I had a consultation with you a few months ago regarding my daughter, age lockout and EB3, and I applied. And I came to see you at the Houston and EB2. I applied for my daughter, but EB2 they just became current and I filed parallel I 485. Mm-hmm. That's still with them. And there was a gap of uh three months for them to take the, my I 140. So, what is the gap of uh, three months you said for I 140 when we applied long time ago in 2012? It took three months for them to approve.
2: Oh, uh, okay. So, you're, you're telling is. Okay, you're deducting the time period
12: from your daughter's right. age. Okay, so the f- what is the priority date of you under EB2? Uh, my is 2000, uh, uh, 2012, October 17th. And today I saw the visa brief just came out. Today is January 13, uh, 13th. Now. Okay, that's good. Yeah, okay, so
2: the final action date is current for you. and now.
12: How old is she now? She's uh, turn she 21 on November 14th. So she's 21 years, uh, two months. Ah, she's saved. Okay, that's good. Just saved for you. Now, one thing is now, we applied parallel uh, EB2. So mm-hmm. I did not withdraw EB3. So we have both, they have received both. They also got the medical attached as well. Everything is there with them. And they also moved to one location from NSC to the other location now. Uh, my only my question is My daughter, she's just going to start her job and you're going to use EAD EB3. Is that going to happen? So, let, let
2: me, so, so oh. but she is not locked in EB3, is that right? She's locked in EB3 already. So she's locked in EB3 and she's locked in EB2. Now she's locked in EB2 now. Yeah, with this. No, it doesn't matter. Now she can use it. That's fine. So see if she use E B3, E B3 But, that's but, it, but if she uses E B3 though, just like the way other person has asked the question, your mm-hmm. family may be locked with EB3. Oh. So she just
12: started using Maybe it, not I, EB3. I
2: know, I know,
12: maybe I said. Oh. I will take the conservative approach as maybe, okay? So should I ask her not to use EAD then? She's just trying to have got a job. I, I
2: mean, to... that's a very crucial age. If she doesn't use it right now, she's not going to get the internships and and going to other schools that she wants to is very tough. But it's up to you which okay. way you want to take it. Yeah, because I was
12: still next one. I did not use EAD at all. Like my wife, myself, uh, is
10: still next
2: one. Yeah, once your daughter uses practical, the whole family is married. Oh, okay. So should I ask them to stop staffer then I will probably... Okay, it's up to you. Okay, thank you,
4: sir.
2: thank you. Thank you. I'll go to the questions that are getting posted here, guys. Um, Akila, I'm going to look into, my parents have extended B1, B2 during COVID and... Yeah, if if your parents have left and they have scheduled an appointment, you should write a letter to them saying that they should write a letter. And then you can have them email it, scanned and signed and email it. And then you can withdraw, tell them that since we left, they're not going to attend it. Mention it and send a mail to them. Um, EB2 dates moved six months. Does it mean that they're approving GCs faster? Um, Yes, they are adjudicating GCs at a very good rate. 4 for they're definitely adjudicating uh, the cases at a very very good rate then what we imagine though um because um, there is a uh, article that got published in immigrationgirl.com we want to keep we will keep updating that article it's from my business partner so keep watching on that though I already answered the 240-day rule. Why they care? I don't know what the question is. We do have a class action shoot on H4EAD. You're automatically in. You don't have to join. You don't have to pay any money to us. Uh, uh, you're automatically in. If you want to exclude yourself, you have to join. you have to file a separate case and not with us. Well, not many questions are coming in the chat. Well, thank you guys. The next conference call will be uh, tomorrow at 3.30.